Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome to the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for checking out another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Big shout out to everybody who checked out the last episode. Uh, even all you soft Colts fans on YouTube, we appreciate the feedback. Uh, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube. Browns are 4-1. and one. What a time to be alive. I didn't know if I'd ever get to this point in my life. Man, does it feel good. It's weird. It, it, when you look at standings and stuff and you see that number next to the Browns, I mean, rarely is that first number bigger than the second number. and Not by this much. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at this point I had us at 3-2. and two. Whenever we did our our uh, preseason picks for you know what we thought the record was going to be, so I like you know we're not super far off from what I was expecting, but man, four and one just sounds so much crazier than three and two, doesn't it? Yeah. And you know I I'm going to be straight up honest. I did not expect to beat the Cowboys. We came out and found a way to beat the Cowboys. I'm pretty sure I picked this to beat the Colts, but that was before I knew the Colts were going to have a number one defense in the league. And then when was the last time the Browns? went into a game against the number one ranked defense and, and scored points. In years past, this would have been a game where we got beat 28-3 to three. We right. get, or we get two field goals or something like that. So I think our offense, people don't want to play the Browns offense right now. Yeah, and the Browns, I mean, they came out in the first half of the game and kind of flipped the script, so to say, on what our offense has done, you know, throughout the first – you know, quarter of the season so far coming into game five, everybody's, you know, Browns are one of the best running teams, best rushing team. And we came out and we just, I mean, Baker carved him up in the first half. Um, He was finding open guys and, you know, credit the play calling the, you know, scheme that we were running. Um, We were getting guys open. Baker was putting the money, putting the ball in the money. You know, we wasn't air mailing guys, you know, that were 15 yards downfield Um, because the running game wasn't going early. Yeah. We didn't hunt. Wasn't, you know, we weren't getting six yards downfield before we were getting touched like we had been. But we kind of expected that, you know, in our game preview that they had one of the best fronts, you know, best defenses in football. Yep. Well, and you, you saw it early on. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think the Colts really were gearing up to stop that run game. Yep. Yeah. Because, like, we keep harping on every week. Look at that yards per carry, yards per carry. All our running backs, it's over five. Right. So they came out, and they were trying to stop it early. So Stefanski, you know, I don't know why Freddie couldn't just do the, the, the logical stuff. Right. But Stefanski's like, okay, so we'll just play action roll out. And, I mean, man, the defense, the all 11 guys are going one way and Baker's running the next. I'm like, this this is good. Like, that right. great play calling in the first half. I was very, very 
surprised. <laughs> yeah, and Freddie Kitchens, go oh, you bring him up or whatnot. Can you say? I know. Can, I'm sorry. Can I you uh, just think about it though? Like a coach gets fired, you know, and then everybody's like, "Well, you, know, you got to think." People around him like, "Oh, what went wrong?" And sometimes you can say, "Well, I didn't have the guys, you know, to do anything." <laughs> Same guys are there. We're four and one. So <laughs> yeah. That argument can't be used by Freddie wherever he's at coaching tight ends for whatever losing team he's coaching. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Still yeah. the Jets. Still the Jets. <laughs> oh, him uh, and Adam Gase are doing a bang up job over there. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, hey, before we dive too deep into the game, I want to cover some of these injuries. A uh, big loss for the Browns this week was Wyatt Teller to a calf injury. Um, Stefanski came out and said he's week to week. I think Zach was talking pre-game, uh, not pre-game, pre-episode when we were sitting around talking. Wyatt Teller has been the third highest graded offensive player in the NFL by Pro Football Focus this year. Yeah. It's crazy that we went into the year going, I have no idea who's playing right guard. Like, we knew every other spot, and we were really excited about Wills and Conklin. And, like, now Wyatt Teller's my favorite lineman. Yep. I agree. This guy's awesome. Unreal. To, the only two players ahead of him are, would you say, Russell Wilson? Aaron Rodgers was one with a 96.1, I believe, grade, and then Russell Wilson was, like, 95.9. Those two are, you know, neck and neck. Two of your – if you're talking about MVP, P candidates, future it's, Hall of Famers. It's Aaron Rodgers, you know Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Wyatt Taylor has a better grade than Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. It's it's unreal how well he's playing. So I'm crossing my fingers, hoping this week to week thing means he's back this week. Maybe he can play through a little bit of pain um, because that's a big loss. He's he's anchored the line. Is we run those counter plays, and he pulls, and he just mauls people. And so hopefully we can get him back. Yeah, and we especially need that line intact. I mean, we're going to go up against, you know, T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, Hayward, it. I mean, we're going up against a big team uh, up front that can get after the quarterback, stop the run. So we, I mean, hopefully he'll be back this week. Um, I know that it kind of, they kept showing him on the sidelines on the, broadcast they kept you know going to him showing him a, i think at one point it was like oh he's kind of probable to return then they downgraded him to questionable then they downgraded him to out yeah um so it kind of made me think that you know maybe it's not as serious as what we you know we fear it might be um so hopefully he comes back and we we also i know you touched on teller but we lost a couple others uh yeah. this week too uh greedy williams is kind of upsetting placed on ir he hasn't played is this guy ever going to play? What well, now? What, which IR was it? Like, what's the duration? It's three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. Okay. So, I, I'm guessing. So we had a setback. We're going to not see this guy till after the bye. I would guess. Yeah, because I think the bye is in the bye three I think in weeks, three we got, or four weeks. Yeah. So we don't. I don't know what's going on. He's been at practice the last three weeks. He was saying something about maybe like a nerve problem in his shoulder. Yeah. But so I read an article and they basically said that he has a nerve in his shoulder. It's not responding to treatment. So they're basically shutting it down. They're not going to do anything to it and just see how it responds. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so it looks like we're going to be seeing uh, a lot of Denzel Ward, a lot of Terrence Mitchell. Uh, both guys didn't miss a snap this week, though. No, and the, the corners haven't been the, the Browns' problem. I think no. there's been one glaring problem in the middle of our defense. <laughs> Is his name Andy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Baker hurt his ribs this week. Um, when asked if he was going to play against Pittsburgh, he said, "Mama didn't raise no wuss." Yep. So um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we'll see Baker out there. How it affects him, I don't know. But if he's if he's practicing, I'm assuming he's okay. Maybe he just got bruised up a little bit or something. Uh, we lost Jordan Elliott. Uh, pretty sure he hurt his ankle. Not sure of the seriousness. We had a hard time finding anything about it. It's the world's biggest secret. Um, 
our D-line depth is being tested right now because at one point I thought I was going to have to go up and play the fourth quarter. Richardson was out. Uh, Okunjobi didn't play. Jordan Elliott got hurt. I'm like, man, we're getting thin up there. So hopefully hopefully Okunjobi's back this week. Stefanski said he hoped he comes back also with Carl Joseph because we got to get Sendejo off the field. <laughs> yeah, so I – and going back to the Baker – um, injury, you know, he kind of came out and said that, you know, I'm playing. I'm going to be, I'll be able to play through it. Uh, Stefanski came out, you know, is quoted saying, I know Baker's tough, but we're going to be careful. We're not going to do anything stupid. Um, I think, you know, he's obviously going to, he's going to rest a little bit this week in practice. Uh, gives Case Keenum some first team reps. Um, because going up against this front, I mean, one hit from one of these guys, because it's on, so it's Baker's ribs on his right side. So one throw that you're throwing the ball and you get hit in the rib, I mean, it could be first drive of the day, game and he's out. So I think Case Keenum, you got to prepare to play, you know, majority of this game. And then hopefully we don't need him, but I'd rather prepare that way than go in and, you know, he didn't get any first team reps or, you know, we weren't treating it that way. Um, because I would, I would, I don't want to use that as an excuse, you know, so to say. I agree. Um, pretty sure we don't have any other injuries. Do you guys know about? I don't think. Uh, hopefully, we can get these guys I, back. The only thing is, um, how much did Kareem Hunt's groin injury limit him this week? I thought he you looked know, all right. I don't know. I, it, I, I don't know if it was because you know he was just getting hit, and our running game just looked totally different because of their front. But I just didn't see the same burst as right. we yeah. saw the first yeah. couple weeks. It's hard to get burst, though, when you're getting hit one yard. And, you know, right. It's easy to have burst when you get to get five yards downfield before anybody touches you. It's true, but, I mean, he when, when, when we played the Ravens in week one, he had that burst, and that's a great defense, too. So yeah, I, th- I think we'll kind of see the answer this week against Pittsburgh. I mean, if he's getting bottled up and not looking like he's got that burst, then maybe we know, you know it's nagging him a little more than – I mean, letting on. it was still the first running back to rush for over 70 yards against the Colts. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. And against the Colts, you know, he did. He had a good game. Uh, but we were ju- – and we've come accustomed to watching these first couple weeks, these chunk runs, yeah. you know, uh, first and 10, and we run for 10 yards, you know, three, four, five times a game. We didn't see that this week. And, you know, credit the Colts defense for, you know, packing the box and shutting down the run. Fortunately, first half we were able to move down the field, you know, through the air. Um, and then, but biggest play of the game, and we're kind of going to touch on this, uh, Johnson with the 28-yard run on a third down and nine. Yeah. Uh, kind of, I mean, it's one of those ones where we were like, you're sitting, you're like, all right, Brown's got the ball back. We just need a first down. They're going to call these timeouts. We need a first down, and it's pretty much all she wrote. We don't even need to score, really, as long as we, you know, get the first down can run the clock down. Um, we ended up getting a field goal from uh, Mr. Doink himself. It went his way this time. but uh, uh, I will say, so, you know, the Browns are a run-heavy offense, but we're super explosive. I just saw before we came on, the Browns lead the league in uh, rush attempts for over 10 yards. We have 33 uh, plays this year that we've ran the ball for more than 10 yards. Jeez, that sounds a whole lot like Minnesota last year. Yeah. yeah. It, like, so we – we're just as explosive. I'll, I'll, you know, I'm not going to say we're the we're the Chiefs' explosiveness, but we do. We're scoring thirty plus four weeks in a row now, and they just do it differently than us. But we're still putting up those kinds of numbers. They do it through the air. We do it on the ground. But it's not like the Chiefs are out there scoring fifty a week. 
you know, we're scoring 30-plus four weeks in a row. And I know Washington's de- uh, secondary is not great, but Washington has a good front. Uh, the Colts had the number one defense in the league, and we just diced them up again. Speaking of those Chiefs, I'm, I'm pretty sure I said that the Raiders normally play the Chiefs tough. You uh, did. They played them real tough. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I I uh, I definitely – and we haven't even talked – I mean, we were talking about all this, and we did this all without our number one guy, Chubb. You know, we kind of, yep. him being on IR. Um, you missed him, though. Like, even as good as Kareem Hunt is – there was times where you're like, man, I really wish we'd have had Chubb or whatnot to see what he could have done against this team. Well, and it, toward the end there, when Hunt was cramping up on the sidelines, yeah. And I, you know, I was watching the game um, with my my family and my my mom. She cracks me up. She's like, oh, why why is he on the sideline? What is is he cramp or is he hurt? And I said, no, he's cramping up. Why is he cramping up? I said, he's not used to carrying the load like this. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, he's right. been the fresh guy coming in after yep. you know Chubb goes in there and tears everybody up. So. You know, I think that wore on him, too. He, he just yeah. was not um, conditioned for that role. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And uh, hopefully, you know, record-wise, you know, we're sitting at 4-1. and one. We're looking right now like we're a playoff team. We're not going to get too ahead of ourselves. No, um, no. But, yeah, you know, all things trending is hopefully Nick Chubb comes back. He's 100% healthy. I mean, that just gives you a, you know, Pro Bowl guy that doesn't have six weeks of football or whatnot ready to go um so kind of like kareem hunt last year you know get us he came in late in the season it was like a nice spark to the offense you could see like oh wow we could really use this guy maybe it'll be kind of the same thing we talked we talked about the schedule post by yeah softens up a lot so we're gonna be bringing back nick chubb against the giants the jags the jets i mean the eagles oh boy so that Things are trending in the right direction, and I don't know where you had them at this point, but I know you didn't have us at four and one. <laughs> I certainly did not. No, <laughs> we, might, we might have been two and no. three or so in your probably. Yeah, yeah. So we're yep. making a believer out of Josh over here. Right. Well, and I mean, whenever um, first of all, I, I if you guys already touched on this while I was playing with all the equipment, I'm yep. really sorry. That's all right. <laughs> but we did have a body in the stadium from this podcast. Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So round of applause to Justin. Uh, <laughs> how, so or tell everybody, how many games have you been there that, well, before? So I've traveled out. I went to Cincinnati last year. I'm pretty sure that was the only game that I ever went out of state or anything like that. I've never been to Pittsburgh. Well, Cincinnati's to, still in Ohio. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like out of, I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, so I was 0-21, I believe, going into it. Uh. I might have been 0 22. If I might have like not counted that loss last year, just walked out of there like, oh, <laughs> I can't believe we just lost to the, you know, what one in fifteen Bengals, <laughs> the and, tanking Bengals, yeah, the yeah. tanking Bengals. But um, yeah, so got the first win knocked off, um, and it's looking uh, it's looking looking pretty exciting moving forward. I'm uh, I'm that much closer to 500. I hear, <laughs> you know. I'm not gonna lie. Whenever they returned the kickoff for a touchdown and then yeah. picked us off the very next drive, I almost drove up and grabbed well, you by the well, collar just, and pulled you we, out of the stadium. I think we all texted you and yeah. said, "Get out of there." Justin <laughs> said he was ready. Of, yeah, he yeah. was ready to leave. He'll say, "I'll leave if I have yeah. to." <laughs> yeah, it, I'll tell you what. For um, only what twelve thousand people in there, that was a rowdy, rowdy, crazy stadium. Um, and I've been to like some really really fun ones, but that place was. I text these guys. I'm like, it's lit up here right now. This is right. nuts. <laughs> like people were excited. Browns fans, 
drinking very heavily, <laughs> cheering very heavily. Drink you so they can keep those masks yeah. down. You know what yeah, kind of right. sucks is, so we I've been saying my whole life is, you know, what what's Cleveland going to be like if the Browns are ever good? Scary. And, oh, and as soon as in his, the, the year where it looks like we're good, we can only have 12,000 people. Yeah. Could you imagine what that place would have been like at capacity for a chance to beat the number one defense and to go to four and one? Yep. It would have been. The home field advantage would have been something. It would have been really. insane. And every game like that going forward this year it would be nuts. So hopefully we'll get. You never know. We might get there. You know, we might. I agree. By the, know, end, of the, by the end of the season, we might be. After something happens in November, something might go away. Uh, <laughs> is it a change <laughs> of season? Is it becoming winter? Or is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, something like about. that. Oh, something. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's. Uh, I want to get into what went right for this game. We've we've obviously touched on some of this stuff. I thought it was the best offensive half of football that I've ever watched the Browns play considering the quality of defense we are going against. When we came, I just wanted to give Stefanski a hug. It's like he actually <laughs> watched game tape and film and and they put together a game plan, practiced that week. He didn't change it Saturday night or Sunday morning like Freddie was accustomed to doing, and we stuck with it. And it's almost Belichickish to like come out and say, okay, this is what we do, but this is their strength. So we're yep. going to attack their weakness, and we're going to change what we do this week. And I never expected in a million years for us to come out and Baker had like 20-some pass attempts in the first half. And that takes me into my next thing. I thought Baker played the best half of football in his pro career. Baker looked great in the first half. I mean, we kind of touched on it. I said, you know, he was putting the ball um, in the spots of open guys. He wasn't missing receivers. Um he was managing drives great um, going down the field. We, I mean, first couple drives, I think it was, if I pull it up here, we had a 10-play drive to go down and get a field goal, which I really thought getting a field goal there, okay, yeah, we got some points, but I wanted a touchdown there, yep. especially they go down, score a touchdown. Um, so we're down 7-3. Browns get the ball back. All we do is a 14-play, 81-yard drive for a touchdown to take the lead. And – you know, I right then and there, he would click the whole way down. Next drive, nine plays, 75 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, we were moving the ball first half at will. And then second half, we only had the ball four drives, had an had a bad interception, had the one where he got hit in the second half for an interception. Um, so we kind of got stagnant in the second half. But first half, we he lit it up. And it was all really just Baker. That, that touchdown pass to Kareem Hunt where – He's holding the ball, going through his reads, starts to feel pressure, escapes the pocket, and puts it on. That was vintage rookie Baker that we haven't yeah. seen, honestly, in, in a year and a half. It was it was so awesome to see. And we've been talking about it on this podcast all year that eventually a team's going to stack the box and make Baker throw, and we want to know if Baker's going to be able to make those throws. And he led us to 20 first-half points against a team with the number one defense. And he, he looked – so good. 228 yards passing. He was on pace for 450 for the game at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you would have told me in the second half he was only going to have 19 yards. <laughs> so we'll get to that. But, man, yeah. the, the first half was – it was the Baker Mayfield show. And it I think it put teams that were going to play on notice. Like, you know, if, if we want to stop the run, they do have the ability to do that kind of stuff and to you know hit us deep so and now it's a, a pick your poison and i think you're yeah. seeing this is why we keep scoring 30 it's you know what do we do do we do we let them run for 307 yards or do we stack that box and let baker throw for 250 in the first half yeah what, what do we do this was a big deal 
It really was because, I mean, the, the identity, and we've been talking about that. Thank God we have an identity, and it's the run game. Yep. And that is where we are so strong. And, you know, when people are going to stack the box, we need to show and prove that we can still beat you in other ways because that's only going to open up that run game even more. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to – we need to be able to have that and execute it every game to be successful. Yeah. And even though we didn't do it for two halves, I think we proved that if you stack the box – we can do more than one thing. We're, we're multifaceted. Yeah, and we, we something, can do other stuff. Something else we've proved over the last two games that um, I can't really say for any Browns team I don't, I don't think I've ever seen in my life is that when we have a lead, we don't blow it. <laughs> yeah. What, what, like, what's that all about? Any other year, I swear, both those games have been losses. Yeah, we get a big lose. First, yes. Yep, OIC, only in Cleveland. That's yeah. what I would have been posting yeah. on Facebook. Um so we've been talking all season about how you know bad the defense is, and in this game, especially in the second half, defense saved us. I mean, they they played forced two more turnovers, scored a touchdown, and forced a safety. And man, was that safety at a great time! Oh yeah, we needed that bad, and we're we're super susceptible down the middle because Andrew Sadejo can't cover anybody. I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's got. You know, dirt on Stefanski, so that's why he gets to keep playing. But man, I was so excited for that signing, and he has been a huge disappointment. But to come out and force more turnovers, do we still lead the league in turnovers? I would, I would guess we came into this game leading. Well, we we, we did turn it over twice, so that doesn't help the situation. But that's the that's the differential. Right, yeah, but we, we still force. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if we're leading now or not, but yeah, our differential stayed the same, but plus six. Um, but, you know, we got credited, you know, came out second half, you know, we're up 10 at half. Phillip Rivers does what Phillip Rivers does, throws a pick six right out of halftime, and then the special teams, you know, gives up their the long play. So all of a sudden, you know, it was like, oh, we're up 17, we're really going to pull away, back down to 10, and then we end up throwing a pick, and then now it's a one-possession game, and then that safety, like you guys said, was crucial yep. um, to get that in that point of the game. And then... Really, we didn't do a great job following up. We went three and out with the drive right after it, um, which kind of our second half woes. We didn't move the ball in the second half very well. Um, and credit them for making adjustments. But offensively, the Colts, I mean, yeah, our defense looked great. Um, but we kind of – I was big on it last week. I didn't think their offense was very uh, very good. Say what you have to say. Uh, I didn't think they were very good. I thought they were – you know, I said that they were overrated last week. Oh. And – uh you know, Philip Rivers proved to be exactly what I thought he was. I, I'm pretty sure last week I said, you know, Philip Rivers likes to turn the ball over, and I caught a lot of flack on YouTube for saying that. Yeah, we got some and, haters out there. Yeah, and all he did was come out and throw two picks. And you're never going to guess what I saw all over Twitter, all over YouTube after this game. Oh, Philip Rivers is costing the Colts. He's <laughs> terrible. If he acts, if a team forces him to play quarterback and not just have a lead, he can't do it. But okay. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure we said all that pregame, and you know we caught a lot yeah. of flack for it. And, and the yeah. thing is, it's not like we were just looking at a couple game sample this year, saying, "Oh, well, Philip Rivers isn't playing that well." Right. You saw him all last year in Los Angeles, just throwing picks left, right, and center. And look at them that look at him now with a different quarterback. How good does Herbert look? Oh my oh god! On a side note, I, I, yeah, hey, I didn't, super big side note. Wow. He is excellent. I, I I'll be honest, coming into the season. I didn't. I'm not saying I didn't think he was going to be a good NFL quarterback down the line, but I didn't think that he'd be. Oh, I was this, super uh, low on him. This, I, was, I didn't think he was going to be a good quarterback down the line one? either. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was like, year, I don't see this guy, you know, fitting there. But I mean, he and 
He played super well last night. Should have um, won. On yep. Monday Night Football, yeah. Should have won without Keenan Allen for a majority of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, no Austin Eckler. So, I mean, yeah, Herbert is the real deal. But, yeah, Phillip Rivers, you know, he just proved, you know, that he's still that turnover machine that's going to lose games for you more often than he's going to go down the field and win you a game. I wonder how much he was mic'd up uh, in <laughs> Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, in our episode earlier in the year when we picked, you know, wins and losses, I said I didn't understand all the hype about the Colts. I didn't think Phillip Rivers was a franchise-saving signing for – they might be better off with Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby uh, Brissett wasn't bad last year. He wasn't yeah. bad. The thing is, there could be French. a point this season you might see him. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't understand all the hype about bringing Phillip Rivers in. And to this point in the season, I mean, he's not very good. No, he's not. I'm pretty sure he's probably even on touchdowns in because he threw two picks. So, yeah. I mean, and and calm down, Colts fans. Just chill out right. for a second. <laughs> when, when these quarterbacks get this age, not everybody's Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like, right. Peyton Manning fell off a cliff. Yep. Like, even hit fast. Over, his overnight. Last, yeah, yeah, overnight. Yeah, you're right. And look at Drew Brees right now. I mean, mm-hmm. he does. he is not Drew Brees of last year. Not he is at all. a different Drew Brees now, like this. And people can try to say, "Oh, he doesn't have Michael Thomas." No, it's Michael Thomas. If anything, is kind of carried Drew Brees a little bit stats wise. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. Drew Brees came out and he said, "You know, because he's got one of the lowest ratings of air yards uh, per you know throw or reception." Okay, and he came out and said, "Well, I don't care about you know air yards or whatnot." So, and it, no wonder because he throws the ball five yards down the field. Michael Thomas makes a guy miss for a 40 yard gain. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how their offense is built. And, you know, it works for them. Sean Payton, you know, they're sitting at three and two, should have lost last night. Um, but you definitely, you see that these older quarterbacks, they, it is, it's like a, it could be a game to game thing. He might light it up one. I'm not saying Phillip Rivers can't go out there and throw for 400 yards and win you a game. I'm just saying that he's not going to do it 16 times in a year. You might get one or two games like that, mm-hmm. and you might finish 4-12. and 12. And I mean, I get what the Colts <laughs> are doing. I mean, it makes sense. You have a good defense. You've got a great offensive line and good running game. Just get a quarterback in here who can manage the game, and you're going to get your wins. Yes. I mean, they've proven they can do that before in the past. Yeah, and, and Brissett, It just didn't work for them on Sunday. Right, and Brissett did that for a majority yeah, of last year. Yeah, the were, playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they were not a bad team last year, and they bring in – Jonathan Taylor, who, you know, honestly averaged 4.8 yards a carry, ran the ball pretty well. Um, he only got 12 carries. You got to treat him like you do some of these top running backs in the league. That guy's got to get the ball 20, 25 times a yep. game. You got to get him involved. If you want to win games, that's what you got to do if you're the Colts. Luckily, they didn't do that against well, just, That's the what having that lead does. Yes. We took Zeke out of the game last week. Yep. That's huge. I mean, if the Browns can start ta- making the other team one-dimensional, you're going to win more times than not with right. a decent defense just because the other team, now their playbook's cut in half. That's why we force so many turnovers. Right. Teams yeah. are forced to play from behind. They're forced to, you know, their quarterback is like, I got to make a play. You and know? we know that story all too well. <laughs> yeah. That's been us forever. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Uh, so, so, indie fans, just, you know. Calm down. You got a great defense. Hang in there. Yeah. You guys will be all right. Yeah, yeah. you guys, you got. Um, we're just not put, saying you're still not going to be a playoff team at the end. At yeah. the end of the year. I play the Browns good, in the playoffs. You're just not knows? as good as us. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I put the hashtag out there. Hashtag some, some people hate you for being right. <laughs> uh, so we talked a little bit about the safety. I put this in here. Miles Garrett's officially off my hot seat. He's playing. Amen. He yeah. is. He, he listens is, to the show. Yeah. 
I must have got on. I must have pressed his pride button a little bit because for me, he's early front runner for defensive player of the year. He leads the league in pressures, leads the league in sacks. I don't know the exact stat, but he's forced so many t- of our turnovers. It's unreal. The guy, he's literally unblockable right now. He he lives in the backfield. He's affecting the game in so many ways. And I think this week you finally start to see the impact it could have on Olivier Vernon. This is the first yep. game all year I've heard Olivier Vernon's name. Yep. I know. Because <laughs> I'd watch these replays, and they'd have three people on Miles Garrett. So that left two people to block the rest of our defensive line. And Olivier Vernon was, you know, had a pretty solid game. So, Miles Garrett, hats off to you, man. You're living up to the potential this year. And, I mean, it's, it's amazing to see because he's – He's untouchable right now. Yeah, so some of the big stats that we've kind of knocked Miles Garrett a little bit when a little bit when we went to like the stats part of it of the percentage of plays he plays in a game, how much he's on the field. Uh, and we when we were talking about Clowney and did we want Clowney and Clowney's not on the field, you know, only eighty percent of the time. Uh Garrett on Sunday, ninety three percent of the snaps. I think he missed five snaps of the fifty I can't remember exactly how many, but of the 56 plays they were on defense, he missed five plays. And then Olivia Vernon on the field, you know, banged up. We've been wondering what we're going to get, 86% of the plays. So, you know, having those guys on the field, um, as much attention as Garrett gets, you know, frees up Vernon a little bit, but you can't forget about him, and that just leaves room for Claiborne and uh, Sheldon Richardson, Jordan Elliott when he comes back and he's healthy. I mean, our line's loaded. If they're healthy, if, yeah. If they're healthy, but here's the thing too is I I might take some flack on this. I feel like Miles Garrett's the only one doing anything. Somebody else has to step up. Yeah. Like if I mean literally, Miles Garrett is the only person doing anything. Hogan Joby played well till he got hurt, but I agree. I, I, I agree. Get on I, get back I, on the field. I get exactly what you're saying. So look at okay preview a little bit here early of the Steelers game. We talked about who they got up front. You know Watt, Dupree, Hayward, to it. The guys, they're averaging five sacks a game. Yeah. A game through, you know, they're, they got, I think, they're coming into this week, okay, through the first four games, they had 20 sacks yeah. in four they're games. They're legit. That's Their insane. defense is legit. That's, that's crazy. And I don't know, I, they played Philly. It was a tough game, you know, this week. So I don't know how many sacks. They, they probably had at least one, I would say, in that game. They had won the first drive. Because I was watching yeah, the game, I, so I get what I get what you're saying. It can't be a one man show because yeah, now he is getting all the double teams because teams. they because they can you know match up one on one with everybody else. Um, oh, I thought one bright spot to see here: Hooper led the team in targets with ten. Um, we've seen a major uptick in his usage the last two weeks. To me, that shows that Stefanski's still evolving this offense. You know, I think we saw week one we had. I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> I, I thought we were going to be a running team. I thought we were going to be do this and this and this. We didn't do any of that. And every week you've just kind of seen like a, another little wrinkle in our offense. And, you know, we add this, we add that. In the last two weeks, Hooper Hooper had some big catches the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so people saying, why did we spend all this money on him? I think I sent you guys a text when Odell threw it to Hooper. I was like, the Browns just have dudes everywhere. Yeah. Like yeah. there's no there's no bad – uh, players on offense anywhere. Why do you sign Hooper for forty million if he's only going to get four catches a game? Because those four catches might be, they might be needed. And I'd rather throw it to a guy who I know is going to catch it than you got some no name tight end out there and Odell puts it on the money and it hits him in the face mask. Yep. And you know we were talking about this over the weekend when we were watching the game. Like 
you're kind of seeing, you know, and I know Baker didn't have a great second half, but you're kind of seeing the progression and it's like, we get so, or at least I do, get so caught up in the games when I'm watching them each Sunday that I, I forget already that these guys didn't have a preseason. They didn't have, you know, their training camps like normal and their OTAs and all this stuff. Like Baker's coming into this like, I'm trying to learn this new system. Fourth one in three years, by the way. Yeah. Right. You know, on the fly. Yeah, some so, new guys. Yeah, so I mean, I'm just wondering like, okay, let's look ahead and think if he continues to develop and this entire offensive scheme develops the way it has so far over the last five games. Wow, right. Just wait until the end, you know, toward the end of the season, what we're going to be able to do. And when you when you put you know an all pro player at almost every single position, it makes you so much tougher to defend. Yeah, well, yeah. and this shows that Freddie was the problem last year. <laughs> I, I there was one hundred percent. There was no question in my mind that he was the. problem. I know, but this just this is just <laughs> that solidifying proof. It's the evidence on the table. Like, okay, we called it. It was Freddie. It was Freddie. Yeah. yeah. I think Zach touched on this, but you think he's sitting there watching NFL Sunday countdown going, man, I suck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you see that all the time with like Hugh Jackson when we got rid of him because, oh, I didn't get my, I didn't have all the guys, you know, I didn't have the players. So how was I going to be any good? I didn't have any players. Freddie can't use that excuse at all. He can't sit there and say, well, man, if I'd have had Odell and Jarvis and Chubb and Hunt, and Baker last year, I'd have been in, I would have been really good. <laughs> oh, you had all those guys, <laughs> right? So, so yeah. man, it's it's so nice having a coach. I think Miles Garrett, front runner for defensive player of the year, and I think no question Stefanski, early front runner for coach of the year. Yeah. It's, not, it's not even close. Uh, it's oh, so this. I'm like, this is what it feels like to have a head coach. You're like, okay, I'll, I don't hate my head coach. No. <laughs> yeah. So, this is wonderful. Here's the crazy thing. Last year, you'd turn on ESPN, and it'd be like, Browns, dysfunctional, Odell Beckham, is he getting traded? Uh, yeah. You know, Miles Garrett hit somebody with a helmet. It's like, <laughs> Jesus, what are we doing? This year, I turned on, it's like, it's like Browns, very surprising. They're doing some things. Stefanski, coach of the year, you know, candidate. Yeah. And it's crazy just seeing, like, how the attitude has changed just from year to year, you know. He changed one. the culture. Oh, the culture. Yeah, and you don't hear any any drama or anything. You don't no. hear, hey, this guy's not getting along. You don't. You know what helps yeah, that, like though? Winning. Winning. Oh, winning. Yes. Sure. Yeah. But his mentality on the sideline, he's so even keeled. And yeah. I mean, he's just, he always looks like he has control. Like, even when things are spiraling, you know, we're screwing up and letting people run 99 yards for a freaking touchdown. I mean. You know he's all right. We, we he has he's, he's ready to roll for the next whatever's coming next. So I yeah. uh, I didn't put this in here, but me and Justin were talking on the way up. Odell, man, he's healthy and he's different. He's he, you scary, can, scary explosive. He is so explosive. I think his numbers because of the kind of offense we run, they're not going to mm-hmm. like wow you. But if you're watching a Browns game, I feel like Odell pops off the screen almost every play. He. Every catch is awesome. If he gets the ball in his hands, you like he might take it to the house. Like he said, imagine put Odell like this healthy Odell. Imagine if he was on the Cowboys, right? He'd be well, he'd be breaking yeah. records. The one huge play, um, I think it was. I can't remember what the score was at the time. If we were tied up in the first, but the play where he went up, kind of jump ball, challenge uh, the challenge play. Yeah, the challenge. They challenged it. I mean, what a catch! So yeah. they challenged it and. Immediately they put it up on the on the screen and everybody saw it was a catch and they just put him up and his personality when things are going good is yeah. awesome because he, he's just like <laughs> yeah and, and when things are going bad he's a team destroyer but man when things are going good just, yeah and I, mean, I know you don't feel either way you know 
Yeah, so, I mean, crazy, you know, being 4-1. and one. Baker now leads uh, the all-time winningest quarterback at first Energy Stadium. That's awesome. With just, 12 wins. He, 12 wins at home. Out of the Browns? Because no, ever. He just oh, he be, finally since, passed Ben. Since we he came beat back. Ben Roethlisberger. How yes. embarrassing. We've been waiting for 20 years for somebody to beat <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger. Seriously, so sad. <laughs> yeah, so. That is the most embarrassing stat. I've yeah. ever seen in my life. And another quick stat, you know, first time being 4-1 and one since 1994. Mm-hmm. Two coaches on the staff that year. Yeah. Uh, Bill Belichick was head coach. We actually made the playoffs, won a playoff game that year. Uh, Nick Saban was also on the coaching staff for the defense. That's awesome. It's crazy. I mean, those are legends. Right. So. But, man, it, it's been so long, and, you know, I've I've been tired of hearing that stat too of oh who's the best quarterback in Cleveland Big Ben because that's all he does <laughs> is win there, uh, so finally we can kind of put that to rest and we get to play him this week. Um, so then the last thing I want to touch on here, uh, real quick was the Browns showed a ton of grit going down the stretch. The old Browns we touched on this a little bit. We find a way to lose this game, and I feel like and we find a way to lose last week against the Cowboys, and I feel like this Browns team. Instead of finding ways to lose, we don't get, you know, when the other team has all the momentum, all we do is we just go get it back. We, you know, we needed a first down and we run for 28 yards on third down to ice the game. I'm not used to seeing that from the Browns. You know, I'm used to seeing us go three and out and then that team goes down and takes the lead and then we have to try to get a field goal with 30 seconds left. Well, I mean, there were, I mean, the, the, the kickoff return and then the pick, it was like, oh. This is what always happens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And in we find a way to win. And that's that's the fancy's culture change. It's it's crazy. Um it feels awesome. Yeah, another big thing um that I noticed was we didn't punt until the fourth quarter. It was the first time we punted in the game and it was big, you know, not having to punt to the fourth quarter. Uh well, we were getting them right down by the goal line too. Yeah, yeah. their dude fair caught it at the four yard yeah. line. Yeah. What That's why I said, I'm like, why would you ever fair catch inside the five? Just take a chance. Yeah. See if it bounces in. Yeah. One of the, and my headline kind of that I saw for this game that I think sums it up um, was that this win was more gritty than pretty. Uh, there's still a lot of things that, you know, we can get better. Um, and we've kind of, we've heard that from Baker in the press conferences after the game. You've heard it from Stefanski, you know, saying it's nice getting a win and still knowing that there's things that you see that you can get better that aren't big things, big changes. You know, rather than you come off a loss and you're like, well, okay, we got to rewrite the playbook because we just got beat by 30 (laughs) type of a thing. Well, I think you make a good point, the gritty versus pretty. I mean, in the NFL, just even watching any other games or snippets of games, I mean, it doesn't matter what team it is. It doesn't matter how good they are and what players, coaches, whatever. There's there's good moments and bad moments for everybody. Right. uh, Because they're all professionals. So the good teams are the ones that, despite everything that happens, find a way to win. And that's what we're doing. Um, so I just want to touch on what went wrong real quick. There wasn't a lot that went wrong. Keep shrinking. Uh, yeah, but it keeps <laughs> shrinking. Obviously, second half offense was bad. Um, uh, Jarvis with two super uncharacteristic drops. Big drops. And they were, yeah, they were big. The one was for a first, we, it was third down, right? We yeah. needed that first down. It was like four yards. He caught it. He was past the first and he, and he dropped it. And he would have yeah. ran for a lot of yeah. yards, a lot of yards. So I don't know what happened there. A very uncharacteristic. I don't expect to see that ever again. He never drops anything. No. Um, Baker was bad in the second half. I mean, part of that, he had a couple drops. Uh, but, it, you know, threw two picks. I won't put the one on him because he got drilled, but the other one was bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had 19 yards passing in the second half. And one thing I've noticed about the Browns this year is 
as well coached as we are and as, you know, we're finding ways to win, we go in these lulls where it's like we try to play like the old Browns. You know, there was a, you know. You're still trying to shake it off, man, the ghost of the past. Yeah, you know, like we can't, we got to, we haven't, we've, we're four and one. And I don't think we've played a complete game yet. Mm-hmm. No, agree. we haven't played a complete game. We got to play, if we want to be, beat the Steelers, it's going to take 60 minutes of our best football to beat the Steelers. We can't play three quarters and think we're going to win because in that one quarter of bad football, they'll put it on us. And, yeah. you know, we won't have a chance. So we, I want to see us put together a whole game and then, all we had, we were up 17 after the pick six. All you have to do is not give up a kick return for a touchdown and not throw a pick on the very next possession. And we walk out of there with an easy win. And what do we do? We give up a kick return for a touchdown and throw a pick right away. Kick it in the end zone every time. I don't understand why we don't kick it in the end zone every time. And he does it. I mean, he did it on almost every other kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've seen him do that. And that's. I mean, special teams, yeah, that's one area we have to work on. I think that, I mean, punter, we have a great punter. Um, haven't had to use him a whole lot this year, which is a good thing. Yep. Um, but kick return-wise, I feel like it's the same story with the Browns all the time. We get a lead, and then we're like, okay. Well, or we score, and we're like, okay, we get a stop here. We can go down, get in, and all of a sudden, they just ran a kick to the 45-yard line. And Mike Prufer is supposed to be a good special teams coordinator. I mean, this coaching staff kept him. Right now, and and it was a good return. The guy was super quick on the return. So, and how many times, who knows? There's probably holding somewhere on that because it almost happens every single time that there's a long return. But I feel like more times than not, we get burned by the special teams, especially on kickoffs. To me, it's it's just a decision-making on the coach's part, though. The Colts had not proven that they could go 80 yards on you. Right. So Or, or 75. So just kick in the end zone. If you you kick it to the one and they return it, you're what? You're hoping to pin them inside the 20? What's five yards? I, I would rather just give them that five yards and not have it return for a touchdown, not even have the risk of it returning exactly. for a touchdown. Exactly. It's a 0% chance they're getting seven yeah, on that you, play if or you kick six it on that play. Seven. And it's like – I don't I don't understand it. The, the difference between starting at the, the 19 or the 20 and the 25 is not that big of a difference, especially when this team has proven they can't march on you. Especially, so I, I, I did not get that. I hated mm-hmm. that, just kicking the end zone. Um, but that's it for the what went wrong. I said that's about it because we won and we're 4-1 and one, and Colts fans, <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that, but wham. <laughs> uh, so that moves us into a little bit of a Steelers preview. Um I actually sent a text this week. I said the Browns have played some really good, you know, units this year. We've played against good offenses. We played against good defenses. We played against, you know, a team that has a good defensive front but not a great secondary. I think this is the first time the Browns are playing since week one a complete team. Yep. These guys have a good offense. They have a good defense. It, it's going to take, I think, it's going to take the Browns' best effort to win this game. Yeah, I'd say right now Steelers look like, maybe the best team in the league. I, the Packers look like Packers good luck good. beating them. Um, I will say we gave the Colts flack for who they played. I think I saw on the way in that the Steelers' opponents they've played are 3-8-1. and one. All right, Pittsburgh fans, let's hear it. So, right. <laughs> uh, no, Bring it on. Now, I'm not going to say they're not a good team because I watch the Steelers every year. 
you know, I know it doesn't matter who they play, they win games. But no, but Philly did give them a game this weekend, and I yep. think Philly's awful. And yeah, we've been saying all every week, Philly sucks. Philly sucks. Well, and I thought Denver gave them a game. I watched that game, yeah. and they were on their third quarterback. Giants mm-hmm. played them well week one. That's true. Yeah, that's the only game they played well, except yeah. for this past Daniel one. Daniel Jones played really well. That's the only game he's played well. Yeah. So I think the Steelers are a good team. I'm not going to say they're not a good team. No, but they're, that be- being they're said, beatable. But they're beatable. We we if we do what we do, we go out and we play well. We can win this game. Um, I think a, a, a huge matchup is hopefully Wyatt Teller comes back and it's going to be our offensive line against their front. Yes, because <sighs> that is like something that I'll, I can't take anything away from them is they stop the run. Yeah, you can. I mean, watching Saquon Barkley week one against them was like, oh wow. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger had more bad. rushing yards than him. <laughs> yeah, they only give up 64 yards a game rushing. We're still, even though we didn't have a great game this week, we're still averaging 188 yards a game on the ground. So, I mean, it's gonna, it's same, same kind of scenario, same kind of preview. Really good defense, gonna stop the run. All we want to try to do is run. Which one's gonna break? Are we gonna come out and throw? Uh, they have some playmakers, you know, Aminka Fitzpatrick on the back end that, you know. They're loaded. They're, they are loaded. Joe Hayden's just hanging back there, too. Yeah. Right. Know. So, I mean, it's they got a great defense. It's going to come down to who turns the ball over. Yep. You know, if we're able to get a couple turnovers and not give the ball back, I like our chances. If we're out there and we're turning the ball over, it's probably going to be a long day. When I'm looking at two things, don't let T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick dominate this game for us. You know, if – I don't. If we got a double team, TJ Watt, don't let him get four sacks. You know, don't let him hurt Baker. And Baker, every play, I want you to come out and you find Minka Fitzpatrick. You know, give him the Troy Palmolo treatment. You find this guy and do not let him affect the game. Don't throw three picks to Minka. Right. You know, if you have to, go away from him. Throw it away. Do, don't don't turn the ball over three times and throw two picks to Minka Fitzpatrick or get strip sacked by TJ Watt twice. The ball needs to be out fast. Like this is like, this is the game where when we're throwing, you gotta, you gotta know where you're going. And, and if it's not there, you gotta know where the next one is. And then you're get rid of it. Right. Or something. Yeah. You this can't hold on. And this is going to be a big test for uh Jedrick Wills. I mean, <sighs> I mean, we've played, you know, Colts good, you know, good line, good D line, but TJ Watt, different animal. He's not a, you know, just bull rush you. He can do that, but he's also quick enough that he can get around you without you almost even touching him if he wants to. Um, so big test for him because they're gonna. They, he's a guy they move around. He'll be on the left side. He'll line up on the right side um, to kind of see how we can control that. Uh, one big thing, um, we scored five more touchdowns than they have on the year. Uh, they're plus three in the turnover margin. We're plus six. Um, we're three and a half point dogs coming into this game. Um, which I didn't expect us to be favored coming into this game. We're hardly ever favored against Pittsburgh. Even if we would have a better record, we probably <laughs> still wouldn't be. And it's in um, Pittsburgh. But one of the big stats that I saw when looking up the breakdown for this game, you know, trying to prepare, is their our defense has been on the field 99 more plays in five weeks than what their defense has. So their offense, when they're on the field, they kind of control the game, control the clock. I think they're – plus eight or nine minutes in possession. Uh, so they're on the field. They're putting together long drives, t- draining the clock, um, and getting points. And that's kind of been their method since Big Ben's got there. You know, long drives that he somehow keeps going, you know, third and 
he scrambles out, gets you the first down. They take six, seven minutes off the clock on multiple possessions. So I think for us to kind of win this game, we want to keep as good as their defense is, we want to try to keep them on the field, especially knowing that their offense can be explosive. We saw it this week with Chase Claypool. Guy came rookie came out four touchdowns this week. Um, they got playmakers on the offensive side. Uh, and our defense, we haven't shown that we can stop playmakers on the offensive side. No, I think a key for the Browns' defense is to get Carl Joseph back and hope that Ron yeah. Harrison can play because I, it makes me nervous. Big Ben is not Phillip Rivers. He still has no. the ability to go out there and dice up a, a defense. So, And and you know how yeah, I said we got dudes everywhere. They They kind of do also. Yeah. I don't think James Conner's anywhere near as good as our running backs, but he's a solid running back. Um, yeah. Chase Claypool's really good. Juju Smith-Schuster with Big Ben looks pretty good again. Yep. So they got guys. They do. And it's going to take it's going to take a solid effort. That being said, man, if we win this game, I'm going to float in here on a cloud next <laughs> week because yeah. I don't even know what I, I'm going to be besides myself. Yeah, I will. And the, the thing, though, because I was watching the Eagles and, and Steelers on Sunday and – Big Ben is still, I mean, like you said, he can still come out and dice you up, but he's not as mobile as he used to be. He's not no. as good as extend, at, at extending plays. He's getting hit more. I think that Miles Garrett could go off and have a good game against him, potentially. So, and he and, play, usually plays him tough. I, yeah. Miles Garrett, he loves to play big men. Yeah, I, I, I think that I agree. I think Miles Garrett can come out and have a big game. Um, one thing that I've seen so many times, though, in like Brown Steelers game, just Miles Garrett, if you do get your hands on him, just make sure you get him to the ground. I've seen Big Ben yeah. like somehow shrug off, you know, three hundred pound linemen like it's yep. nothing. Uh, to make sure you get the guy to the ground. But I agree. In the games that I've seen this year, he hasn't been, you know, the Big Ben that somehow is mobile enough to extend a play multiple different times on a drive. Uh, so I, I think we can. Hopefully, you know, Olivia Vernon. Hopefully, Ogan Joby's back. I don't know if he's going to play this week. Uh, he's been our big, you know, run stopper. You know, he's always attacking the guy running the ball. So hopefully we get him back up front and our linebackers, you know, we're going to have to blitz him a little bit and hopefully we know we can attack Big Ben. I thought Taki Taki looked good against the Colts. Yep. So hopefully he can uh, continue trending in the right direction. Um, yeah, just it's going to be a tough matchup. I think how fun is it for us that going into a Brown Steelers game – we think it's going to be a fun game, and we feel like we have a shot against them. And it's not just like, well, we lose by 30 this week. Chalk this up to an L. We were talking about it on the way, and I'm like, man, like 10 years ago, I'd be at a bar hammered. <laughs> We'd have like two wins, and I'd be like, you guys suck. We're going to win this game, and we never did. Right. Like for, I mean, my whole life. So it's very, very exciting anytime. I mean, it's a, it's a very strange year. I mean, yeah. they're 4-0. They're oh, we're 4-1. I mean, it's when was the last game. time the Browns played the Steelers for, you know, and it mattered yeah. in the AFC North? For a battle for the lead in the division. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's unreal, and it, I think it's good for football. It is. This yeah. division. This is the best division well, in football. It is. Easily. Easily the best division. And I love, and we kind of talked about, you know, the Browns and the media and on your turn on ESPN and they're saying something good about the Browns. Like three-minute drill last night, Chris Berman says, you know, about the Browns, maybe this Browns team is for real this year. <laughs> and you got Colin Coward, 
you know, he had to his he had his producer really had to do some work because he can't bash the Browns every day. <laughs> um, he actually had us in his top ten on the hierarchy two weeks to, in a row. Yeah, so it, oh, last week he had us at ten, and he had the Colts at nine, and he picked the Colts to beat us. We beat the Colts, and it keeps us at ten. Yeah. So the guy's not going to give us too much Which credit. Which the Steelers, I think, but, are at like eight, seven or eight. So one of us has fallen out this week. Yeah. So we'll see if it's uh, us or them. But it's just, it's so much fun for me that this game matters. We have a chance to win this game. And, you know, hopefully the Browns keep trending in the right. I, I still have so much, you know, I'm always hesitant to say we're good. Because I've seen us fall off cliffs before. But... To me, I think Stefanski just has us playing good football, and we actually have a coach that isn't going to let us fall off a cliff. Um, so we'll see. I think you know we'll get into our picks, but I think it's going to be a fun matchup on Sunday. Really looking forward to it. Um, all right, well, hey, that's a little bit of a Steelers preview. Uh, Steelers fans, if we're disrespectful, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, but yeah, sorry. Make sure you go, go, ahead, yeah, make yeah, sure you go ahead, on YouTube and yeah, talk go terrible. Ahead and go to that YouTube. You can subscribe <laughs> to us and tell us how much you hate us. <laughs> um, it really hurt our feelings. Right. Uh, if you say enough, we might comment back. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get into our game picks. Obviously, so we're recording this on a Tuesday. Um, the Tennessee game got pushed tonight, so that's not going to be included in our record from last week. We'll just throw that. We'll talk about it next week. Um, so how are we doing so far? Um, and also, we're going to move the Denver-New England game yep. um, as well. So only uh, 13 games to choose from with having uh, the bye with the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions. So we had a tie, three-way tie for uh, teams' records this week at 10-3. and three. Um, One guy went 9-4. and four. Sorry, Justin, you Jeez. were the one guy at 9-4. <laughs> oh, um, it was that Jacksonville pick uh, uh, over yeah. Houston. Hey, did uh, anybody else? I, did anybody else take Miami? No, you were the only one that had Miami. <laughs> I saw that score coming up, and I'm like, "Whoa!" Which is crazy. Um, their defense, like just losing those two guys up front yeah. that they lost defensively. Yeah. I mean, they're totally different team. Forty nine. We're like, talking about yeah, yeah. Forty nine. You can't say that uh, it's oh, it was Jimmy G didn't play. Jimmy G played. He and did then not he, look good. And then he got benched. benched yeah. And the guy was the quarterback in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, their defense, they got really so took many. A hit. They have so many injuries. Yeah, yeah. But all those guy, all those people out there. I kind of said it uh, last week, calling for Fitzpatrick's head. We want Tua. What? Ryan Fitzpatrick does it again. <laughs> all right, the guy. I, he he's a winner. He he he'll do anything it takes to win. That I love watching him play because he's a guy that doesn't care about getting hit. You know, if it's third and 12, he's running, the, you know, for the first down, taking, you know, shot right in the head. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick. But, all right, so me, Blake, and Josh all went 10-3. and three. That brings Josh's record to 61-5, and five, or 61-15. and 61-15, and 15, first place. Blake, you're five games back at 56-20. and 20. I, uh, Justin, you are still in third, 53 and 23, one game ahead of me at 52 and 24. I don't understand how these professionals and experts on ESPN are f- sitting at 500. Well, I think a lot of theirs, for their defense, a lot of them also go up against whatever the spread is, spread too. Is, so if yeah. they take, you know, the Browns minus seven, or, you know, or they take the Browns in seven and then they only win by six. They technically lose. Colin in his blazing five picks against the spread, but on ESPN, they just in like uh Sunday NFL countdown, they just, it's just a pick them. 
Yeah, but a lot of times I think when those guys are picking uh, before the games and stuff, they're like, okay, if the first four guys pick the one team, the last guy's like, all right, I'll pick the other ones just to right, keep right, their yeah. fan base happy. So they just overthink yeah. it. It's I think we're we should be the experts. I think right. we are the experts, Blake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no shit about it, man. So if, if anybody's doing a parlay, to tune in or whatnot, and watch <laughs> yeah. watch who Josh picks or whatnot for this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we got Houston at Tennessee first game up. Houston at Tennessee. Romeo Cornell looking for win number two. Yeah, he doesn't get it. Well, oh man, no, uh, now I hold on. Now he's yeah, thinking about it. On, I man. am because I just realized that Titans are playing right now, and yep. this game is this game could potentially get pushed back. It could potentially get pushed back, which we're going to run into something. Uh, so we've been doing a lot of shuffling with the bye weeks, yeah. right? Yeah, and Green Bay, Detroit just had their bye week. So if I was the NFL, what I would have done is I would have been like, "Hey, sorry, sorry, you know, teams." There's no buy this week, or there's no buy this year. We're not going to schedule in a buy because we're going to have to. You're going to get one at some point, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, and if you don't, we'll give you one. You know, if we see that everything's trending in the right way, yeah. you'll get one. But we're going to, I think there's some big schedule problems that might end up happening because they're shuffling a lot of stuff around. Same week 18, I saw today. They're yeah. just, they're, it's not off the table. Right. Yep. Well, that, there's not a, you know, having that week off between the conference championship and the Super Bowl could go away. Where they might not have that, uh, where they normally play like the Pro Bowl, that might be eliminated, stuff like that. All right, nope, I'll stick with my original. Give me uh, Tennessee. Awesome. Yeah. I actually will go with Houston. Wow, I do made want, him a believer after taking Jacksonville. Yeah. He said, I'm not getting burned twice. Yeah, I'm not getting burned <laughs> twice, yeah. Tennessee. I am going to go Tennessee as well. Very exciting. So, Justin's by himself. Yep. Okay, we'll move into this game. Gotten pushed back to week six. Denver at New England. New England. New England for Blake. You know what? I'm at, this one sucks too because I don't know if Drew, Drew Locke's Locke. playing. I don't know if Cam Newton's playing. Yeah. You I, know what you know though is that Bill Belichick got an coaching. extra week well, to yes. prepare. And they are at home, so give me New England. I do like me some Drew Locke though. Justin. I, yeah, I also will take Patriots. Go ahead, bro. I'm going to go to New England as well. You don't want to come in last place again. But I thought about it. I thought about it. Hey, I also was the guy that said about the Raiders last week. Here's my thing is if I finish last, do I get to pick where I go down to eat? To buy? So, well, then, there's only one winner. The three <laughs> others have to buy the winner. So there's right now we're all buying oh, Josh Jenner. Oh, okay, right. cool. I thought I was just yeah, on board this for is a fun game. Check. All yeah. right, so now we got Bengals at Colts. Colts looking to bounce back after Joe Burrow looked – Really dicey against Ravens' defense this week. If the Bengals had anything in the way of defense, no, it's Colts. I'm going to pick the most awesome fans in the world, Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Colts because I don't want to catch that flack on YouTube again. Yeah. You guys that are so disrespectful. Put some disrespect on the Colts' name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, talking about disrespecting them. Well, just because of that, I'm picking Cincinnati. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, they hate you so, already, bro. You talked so much crap about so, them last week. Let's they, see if yeah. I'm right again this week or what. <laughs> Tune in next week, Colts fans. See if yeah. you still hate me. Yeah. Um, Atlanta <laughs> at Minnesota. Falcons didn't pull off the win this week. Oh, and what the did boss, I say? I called that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Minnesota, Minnesota should have beat Seattle. What do you guys think real quick? Do you go for it fourth and inches down on like the six, seven-yard awesome. line? Do you go for it without Dalvin Cook? Knowing that if you get the first down, you win the game because time's going to run out. 
or do you kick the field goal, go up by eight, and Russell Wilson's got to go down, get a two-point conversion to beat you? You kick the field goal, go up eight. Worst case scenario, you're looking at overtime. I think I think it depends on the situation. When I'm going against Russell Wilson, I kick the field goal. Um, if it's not him or Aaron, uh, yeah, elite quarterback, maybe you go for it and say, okay, drive down the field and beat me with 50 seconds left. Okay, who we got in this one? Atlanta at Minnesota. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. If Julio Jones is out again, whew, give me the Vikings. And Dalvin Cook's probably going to be out. Well, Alexander Madison. He looked no, all right, no though. Scrub, he looked man. good. <laughs> he looked real good. Yeah, I will take uh, the Vikings. I'm going to go to the Vikings also. It kind of looks like they're starting to figure it out a little bit. I'm going Atlanta. That a boy. I'm going Atlanta. They got to win sometime. They got to win sometime. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, this game. Uh, by the way, round of applause here for uh, Washington football teams. Alex Smith getting back on the field yeah, after awesome. 17 that is a huge. That's a big-time football um, story right there. And there were some people out there saying, you know, he didn't look good. Are you guys kidding me? Guy had 17 <laughs> surgeries. You're going to talk about his quality of football his first he's, day back. He, yeah, he's walking. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, and he's getting thrown in in the middle of a game that he wasn't supposed to play in against Aaron Donald. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When Aaron Donald was on his back, I was like, oh, boy. Oh, I know. Oh, God, this is yeah. it. See how that he's leg holds have, up? He's so, about to have 18 surgeries. They, oh, Lord. They did say Allen would be the quarterback, though, as long as, as he was healthy. healthy. Yep. Um, so we got them against Daniel Jones and the Giants, who played Dallas tough. I'll just go ahead and do it. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants. I can't pick the Giants in anything. I'm going the football team. No, I'll never pick a New York team. Give me the, the football team. <laughs> <laughs> the football team. I'm going to go... Wow, this is a tough one, but I'm going to go Washington just because of their defense. I don't think this is a high-scoring game at all. Um, Baltimore at Philly. Philly just coming off a tough game against Pittsburgh. Now, I will say this real quick. I, Baltimore is showing that they're not what they were last year. So Maybe that's, they need to make that's kind of nice to see. Yeah, your fantasy team would like that. Yeah. Now, give me the Ravens. So the Eagles aren't that good. Yeah, I'll take the Ravens aren't that bad. Ravens also. So we got Ravens clean sweep there against uh, Philly. All right, that takes us to uh, Chicago Bears at Carolina. Surprising Carolina. playing Teddy Bridgewater playing super well. They are playing really good. And all with, I mean, I know Mike Davis is having a really good, you know, uh, yeah. stretch right now, but mm-hmm. this is all without Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, like, this Davis. guy's going to come back. Yep. Mike Davis is, you know. Going to be irrelevant yeah. in like two <laughs> yeah. weeks. Give me the Bears. Their defense is just too good. Give me the Panthers. All right. I'm just trying to make Split some games so up. Gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Bears just because of that defense. They just shut Tom Brady down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Bears as well. So Justin, you you might be of, I'm making up, making up, up some games. games I will say that was tough though, because Carolina has yes. been figuring it out. They their defense and their defense isn't bad either. Mm-mm. Their defense it's, is pretty good. It's been good very down. surprising. Yeah. It's good. Um, okay, takes us to Detroit coming off a bye at Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville. <sighs> down in Florida. Blake, what do you got? So my gut says that the Lions should win, but I'm going to pick the Jags because I just I don't like Matt Patricia that much. Justin? I'll take the Lions. And the, this one is tough. The Lions this find ways to game. lose. This is a tough game. The Lions just find ways to lose. You know what? I mean, I'm going to go Jacksonville. I think Min- yes. Minshew's do. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with Justin. I'm going Detroit. Oh. I think that they have a really good offense, and 
I think they find a way as many times as they found a way to lose. I think they find a way to win this week. All right, that takes us to Adam Gase and his fighting jets at <laughs> Miami Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. Just go through the schedule. Whoever's playing the Jets, I want that team every week. <laughs> Is yes. anybody? Are you taking Adam Gase? No. <laughs> uh, a lot of how is he not? Le'Veon Bell is going to get fired. traded this week. A lot, yes, yeah. a lot of rumors about Le'Veon Bell back moving to the on. Steelers. I've seen that. I've seen him going back. God, I which would okay, hate, look, if I they're going to trade Bell, I really think they're keeping Gase all year. They're like 0-16, bring it on. We get one pick. We, when, get, we get Lawrence. I, so yeah, I saw win fi- never for Trevor. That's the <laughs> motto this year. Hey, so I saw That's this good. thing. Uh, I forget who it was, but they simulated all the rest of the Giants games and all the rest of the Jets games. They did it a bunch of times, and they, they both went 0-16. And, and every they did it 10 different times, and every time because of tiebreakers, the Giants got the number one pick and not the Jets. And somebody said, how Jets is it to go 0-16 and, and not get the number one pick? <laughs> That'd be how crazy. How hilarious would that be? Just, and then they just say, oh, hey, sorry, Danny Dimes. We thought you were the guy. Uh, he's not the guy. Yeah, he, so. I think I saw he's got 22 fumbles and 18 yep. career starts. Yeah, he can't hold on to the ball. No. All right, so that takes us to one of the best teams in the NFL right now, Green Ooh. Bay Packers at Tom Brady and the Bucks. Rodgers, Brady, can't wait for this one. Give me the Packers. I'm going to go Packers also. Yeah. Hey, I said at the beginning of the season that the Buccaneers were kind of, you know, reminded me of last year's Browns a little bit. A ton of hype, looked really good on paper. Have they haven't really, looked great. They haven't looked that good. Mm-mm. Yeah, and Green Bay has looked Really, really good. good. And doing it without Devontae Adams, their best receiver. And uh, Adam Alan Lazard? Yeah, yeah. Lazard's out. He's out. So, I, I mean, they're some guys that you never heard of before. Tanyan. Yeah. yeah. A tight end. Hey, and Tanyan, he was a huge waiver pickup or whatnot yeah. coming into this week. Uh, he was actually number one tight end in fantasy. But if you kind of watch that Sunday night game, very good friends with George Kittle and kind of plays the same yep. way. I will say one thing. Last year, LaFleur got – they got a lot of flack. I don't think anyone was really sold on him, and all he's done is go, what now? They're 17-3 uh, and three yep. right. in, in the regular season? Well, I don't know. It might be a little bit of Mike Pettin in there. Uh, oh, and, and, and It's the definitely, definitely some Pettin. <laughs> Blake, I'm going to – hey, I'm just throwing it out there. Every time. Okay, guy's a winner. Uh, we got the Rams at San Fran. San Fran coming off a loss. I'm taking L.A. As am I. Oh, yeah. Rams. That's tough to do, too. It's hard to take, yeah, to go away from yeah. 49ers at home. Yeah. They're just but, not the uh, same I'm with a, all yeah. the They injuries. got beat by Philly at home last week. Yeah. yeah. I'm taking LA. Right. before. Okay, so LA across the board there. Okay, takes us to Monday night. So this game was originally supposed to be played on Thursday night. It's being pushed back because obviously Buffalo is getting ready to play tonight. Um, so we got Kansas City at Buffalo on Monday at 5 o'clock start time. Good game. Give me Josh Allen and the Bills. I think Allen is coming out to show everybody, you know what? Uh, You can talk about me with the the top quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, really good quarterback. Big arm, can push the ball downfield. Learn how to throw the ball. Yes. A very underrated runner. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Of the football. So I love what the Bills are doing this year, but I learned my lesson earlier in the year when I picked the Ravens over the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes came out and dominated. I'm not going to pick against them again in this situation. I, they almost seem to me like they're kind of bored, and they're going to play up to the good teams, and then when they're playing against teams that they don't really respect, then you know that's when you see they lose to the Raiders. 
So I think they're going to be up for this game. I, I pick the Chiefs. Justin? I'm taking Chiefs, yeah. My difference in that one is Josh Allen is a much better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I thought you were going to say the Patrick Holmes, and I was going to be like, no, no, those no, are no, fighting no. words. Those I'm are fighting Raven. words for I'm Ravens. Done. Yeah, Ravens yeah. fans. Ravens fans. Oh, oh, yeah. Listen in Ravens right now. fans oh are going to go in on Josh. Bring it on, oh. Cap- Captain. I completely blew off the fact that he said Lamar Jackson. I thought he was going to say Patrick Holmes. No, I can't he it. just straight out, that's even, out of left field said Josh, Josh Allen. Allen is better than MVP <laughs> last year, Lamar Jackson. Oh, boy. Lamar Jackson's not playing very well this year. You're I right. I think he's a little banged up, but I agree that Josh Allen is playing. But that's what we've always said about him. If he gets banged, I mean. And they're making him be a pocket passer. And, and he's, he's not, not He's not good at it. I don't yeah. care what they say. He can't throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking right I, I pray. I, we're in a church. I pray <laughs> <laughs> that there's a Ravens fan listening right now because that talk about a hot take. Nothing in the comments, though. I don't know. Yeah, so. <laughs> We'll wait and see. Uh, tune in next week to see if anybody reached out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, takes us to our last game. Uh, feel bad for the team here at home, but we've got Arizona at Dallas. Feel bad that they lost Dak the way that they lost him. Gruesome injury. Yeah. Um, saying he's out probably, you know, four to six months. I would say take the six months and <laughs> yeah, see who sure. wants to pay you because – I don't know. I mean, Dallas is super loaded, but I don't know if I'd want to play for that organization. No. The way that they set everything up, got all kinds of talent, all kinds of players, but dysfunction, yep. kind of everywhere. Uh, there's no reason they should be as bad as what they are, especially no. when they have the wallet that they have. Makes you super happy that we went with Stefanski and not Mike McCarthy. Oh, thank God. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we got Arizona, Kyler Murray, and Hopkins, which Hopkins and Murray's connection is. Crazy good for only five weeks together. Yeah. I, I Give me Dallas in this one, though. I think they play up for Dak. I think that, that that team loves him. I think the players love him. Oh, yeah. I think Dalton comes out and shows. I mean, he's only 30. I think he's like 32 years old or something. He's not old. He's just, they just moved on from him in Cincy. I agree. I'm going with Dallas because <laughs> I don't think the Cardinals, the, the, ever since, like, what, week one, they haven't really looked that good. No. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals. <laughs> Justin's uh, flabbergasted over here. Is terrible in Dallas. Yeah, but yeah. The, Card- the Cardinals just struggled with the Jets. Oh, hey, I'll take Arizona. I'm going to take Arizona as well, just because Dallas shows me no signs of being of able life. To, of stopping Kyler Murray from doing whatever he wants and well, DeAndre Hopkins doing whatever he wants. I was going to say, you guys go ahead and take Arizona and I'll let you know where I want to go eat. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm taking, taking you to Chuck E. Cheese, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going Arizona, so that wraps up. Uh, well, we have one no? more game. We have one more Cleveland game. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, hey, we almost forgot it again. Uh, no, circle we back around. We circle back around. Uh, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Give me your winning team and your score. Uh, we're going to stick with the trend I've picked uh, the last two weeks. I've picked uh, Cleveland first to win this game. Unfortunately, uh, for you Steelers fans, I'm going to pick Cleveland again. My brother. <laughs> um, my brother. And I think that the winning score is going to be 28-23 Cleveland. I, oh, you guys want me to, I'm going to go next. So, everything in me tells me we are seriously, this is going to be a tough game. I think coaching-wise, we're probably outcoached. Offensively, we might be outmanned. Defensively, we sure as hell are. <laughs> yeah. The inner Cleveland fan of me is taking Cleveland. <laughs> I like it. 35-28. Yeah, none of you oh, guys you just better. just my score. Sorry. 25-28? 35-28. 35-28. 
Okay, which you guys better not pit play or pick Pittsburgh. That's my wife's team. So I, th- this is a big week in the cop household <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on Sunday. So Sorry about your loss, uh, Blake. You today. go, Blake. You go next because Josh is the record leader right now. I'm pretty sure uh, I picked us to beat the Steelers one time earlier. I'm going to pick the Browns, and I actually think it's going to be kind of a shootout because I don't know if we're – I think it's – we're going to have to win a shootout if we want to win, I think, because I don't know how well we're going to stop them. And Justin took my score, so I'll go 35-31. <laughs> I'll say both teams score over 30. All right, Josh. You're going to be out on your lonesome trying to <laughs> make your preseason pre or uh, record preview or whatnot. I don't like my my preseason record. I, I mean, I didn't want it to be <laughs> right, that. Right, so right, right. Yeah, you're but, not uh, you're not upset that we're four and one right do, now. <laughs> uh, not even a little bit. So no, no, no. I um, I'm going to go 33-27 Pittsburgh. Um, I know, guys. I'm sorry, okay. but I'm don't this. But it. I will say this. I'm looking ahead at the schedule. This is the last time we lose for a while. I, I, I can't fault you for really taking Pittsburgh, especially the, at Pittsburgh. The reason oh. I'm going that way is because I think that I just have a bad feeling if Baker takes any kind of shot early in the game. He's done. He, he's, and if he stays in, I just don't know how effective he, he can be. We saw what happened in the second half. I No, it was tough for me. I'll, I'll say it's tough for me to pick the Browns, but we're 4-1, and one, and so... I'm riding. I will gladly give this game up. (laughs) Give me an L on this one, guys. I would love it. But I also agree with you that I don't see many losses after this for a while. Mm -hmm. So um, crazy to think we're going to be, we're already five weeks into the season. Yeah. And we didn't know we were going to have a season. And so far, everybody else kind of, Titans are playing tonight. So they've kind of got stuff under control. We just need some of these other teams to. You know, they've been doing a bunch of stuff. They put cameras in the facilities now to see, like, anybody slips up. Now we're big brothers we're watching. Fight, we're finding <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah, big brothers watching. So, All right. Well, uh, hey, that was our game picks. Uh, we'll see if any of us uh, pick up any ground on Josh next week. Hopefully we pick up at least one game with the Browns. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Uh, so let's wrap this thing up. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Uh, make sure to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, the last episode was by far our most popular episode on YouTube. It was awesome. So thanks to everybody who were coming. All the Colts fans bashing us. I want to say a big shout out to all the Browns fans defending us. That was pretty yes. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We don't yeah. even know who you guys are coming to our defense. That was yeah, awesome. Keep doing, yeah, keep doing that. You never know Yeah, uh, what may happen down the line. Yeah, so that was awesome. It was super fun seeing all the uh, interaction. I liked getting back on there after we won and running my mouth a little bit. So <laughs> I won't be able to do that again. Uh, tune in next week when we break down this Steelers game and preview our second matchup with the Bengals already. Uh, hopefully we're coming uh, coming at you guys 5-1. and one. And uh, have a good week, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.